morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Monday, July 25th. It's just five months away from Christmas Day. Who is excited? Well, anyway, on this day in 1886, Ulysses S. Grant was named General of the Army of the United States. He was the first officer to hold the rank. Just three years later, Grant would become the nation's 18th president. On this date in 1972, a bombshell report came to light about the Tuskegee experiment. The Associated Press reported that for 40 years, the U.S. Public Health Service, working with the Tuskegee Institute in Alabama, had been allowing poor rural black men with syphilis to go without treatment. Some even died as researchers studied the disease. Now let's get a check on your Monday forecast. And good Monday morning to you. I'm meteorologist Joey Sofi. Starting out very warm and muggy. Slight chance of rain early this morning. I think the best rain chance today will be late this morning through about the middle part of the afternoon. So a little bit earlier onset to some of the rain than we typically see in the summer months, which is later in the afternoon and into the evening hours. High temperatures today around 90 degrees. A chance of rain kind of hit or miss today at about 30%. Now that rain chance will be going even further down over the next couple of days. So tomorrow about a 20% chance of rain and we'll leave it there at 20% through the rest of the work week. It will be a hot week ahead, low 90s to start out, but we trend towards the mid 90s second half of the work week with heat index over 105. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast from the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Morning Y'all is sponsored by MUSC Health. Join a team that's changing what's possible. MUSC Health is hiring for all locations and various positions, including radiology, path and lab, maintenance, and a number of other professions. Find out more about the competitive pay rates and benefits or review a more comprehensive list of current openings at muschealth.org slash careers. MUSC Health, changing what's possible. And here's a look at your morning headlines. We have an update on a multi-vehicle crash on I-95 in Colleton County. Troopers with the State Highway Patrol says the crash happened yesterday around 445 in the afternoon. A total of six vehicles were traveling southbound on I-95 right near mile marker 53, which is Snyder's Highway, when troopers say that crash happened. They did not give details on exactly what led up to the crash. Troopers did say, though, three people in one of the vehicles were pronounced dead at the scene. The State Highway Patrol is continuing to investigate. One person is dead after a crash out of Dorchester County. According to the South Carolina Highway Patrol, a truck was driving north on Wire Road near Old Peafield Road when it went off the roadway and hit a tree and overturned. Troopers say this happened just before 8 o'clock last night, about five miles south of St. George. The driver of that vehicle died at the scene. Their name has not been released. We're working to find out more information about an officer-involved uh, crash on Savannah Highway in the Adams Run area. According to the Charleston County Sheriff's Office, that crash happened on Savannah Highway at Parker's Ferry Road around 9.45 last night. Officials say the crash involved a Hanahan police officer. They were taken to the hospital, but only minor injuries were reported. The crash is under investigation. Of course, we'll be sure to update you as soon as more information becomes available.
The Dorchester County coroner has identified the person killed in a crash in North Charleston. 34-year-old Edric LeVar Harrison of North Charleston died at the scene of the crash on Ashley Phosphate Road, which happened yesterday. The South Carolina Highway Patrol says Harrison was reported to be traveling at a high rate of speed when he lost control and crossed the center line, resulting in a collision. The South Carolina Highway Patrol and Dorchester County Coroner's Office continue to investigate. The Beaufort County Sheriff's Office is investigating after someone was shot several times on St. Helena Island. Deputies were called to Harold Rivers Road yesterday afternoon, and when they got there, they found that victim had been shot by an unknown suspect. Witnesses say that suspect left the scene in a vehicle. Anyone with information is asked to contact the Sheriff's Office. The Charleston County Sheriff's Office is investigating a shooting that left a man injured on Johns Island. Charleston County deputies responded around 2 o'clock yesterday morning to a report of a shooting on Ardrick Road near River Road on Johns Island. They say a man who had been shot was lying on the ground outside a home. EMS took that victim to MUSC to be treated for injuries. No suspect information is available at this time and no arrests have been made. Officials with the Charleston County Parks and Recreation Department say construction on the Folly Beach Pier is on schedule to be completed in the spring of next year. And once done, the project will have cost about $14 million. Yeah, Molly McBride joining us live from Folly Beach. And Molly, construction on the pier has been going on for almost two years now. Can you give us pretty much an update on the progress? Michael, Aisha, officials tell me they've finished the diamond pierhead portion of the project. They've also finished decking, railing, and a portion of the, a gazebo in that area as well. Construction on Folly Beach Pier started back in October of 2020. Officials with Charleston County Parks and Recreation say previous wooden, the previous wooden pier was deteriorating from the inside. It had been built back in 1995, and the pier was due for an upgrade. Senior project manager of Charleston and County Parks and Recreation, Bruce Wright, says now construction crews will continue on the substructure moving in toward the land. The substructure is the concrete portion of the project, which, according to the press release, is 70% complete. Because the substructure is concrete, Wright says in the event of a storm, it will be able to withstand strong waves. Plus, it won't be subject to marine bores, which are like termites in the water. He says he expects the concrete to last over 65 years and is excited for the pier to be opened and for the public to be able to enjoy it. Folly Beach has is, is got its own unique character all by itself anyways. You throw the pier into it, and that's just another big portion of that character of Folly Beach. And so, to me, it's just another portion of being able to get out here and enjoying Folly, you know, and, and all that it has to offer. Officials expect construction of the pier to be finished in March 2023. And if you're interested in watching a time lapse of the construction of the pier so far, visit live5news.com and click on this story. Reporting live on Folly Beach, Molly McBride, Live 5 News. Scenery of Charleston makes for a very popular wedding destination. However, with inflation rising, the overall cost isn't quite as romantic. Yeah, Anna Harris says that was at the Charleston Bridal Show yesterday talking to soon-to-be brides and business owners about how the economy is affecting those decisions. 
Local business owners say they've received more business now than since COVID started. However, they say the prices of their services have forced brides and grooms to be more selective with what they want at their wedding. 50 vendors were at the Charleston Bridal Show selling their products to engaged couples and families. One local photography business says they work not only with the photos and video for a wedding, but the owner also helps coordinate decorations. She says with the rise of inflation, this has forced her prices to go up. Not only the gas prices, which I'm sure most people are discussing right now, um, you know, when it comes to helping set up, um, the rehearsal going back and forth, um, photography. If somebody's wanting like a, a canvas photo as well, I mean, prices have gone up within the photo industry. The business owners I spoke with are expecting their prices to continue to increase over the next year. Some of the brides here today are already planning ahead for 2024, just in case that happens. In Mount Pleasant, Anna Harris, Live 5 News. Well, expect to see some turn lane closures on Glen McConnell Parkway and West Ashley starting today. Construction crews will close the right turn lane at Sturr's Funeral Home today and tomorrow. The right turn lane at Baird's Cove will be closed Wednesday through Friday. Both closures taking place from 7 a.m. until 3 p.m. Message boards will direct traffic and drivers are asked to use caution when driving through the construction area. Closures are taking place between, uh, because of the Glen McConnell Parkway widening project. In just a matter of weeks, students will be back in the classroom. And with the approaching school year, this means many families will be going shopping for school supplies soon. But this year, that could cost you more. According to the National Retail Federation, parents can expect to pay 40% more this year, with the average household expected to spend more than $860. To help ease the cost of back-to-school shopping, check out some upcoming school supply giveaways happening here in the Lowcountry. This Saturday from 10 to 1, the Nehemiah Lodge and Chapter will be sponsoring an event with the North Charleston Resource Center where the first 10 kids between the ages of 5 and 12 will receive a free back-to-school haircut. On Saturday, August the 6th, the Colleton County School District will be hosting a back-to-school bash for CCSD students in grades K-12. through That event will be from 9 a.m. to noon at the Colleton County High School track. Students will be able to get free book bags, school supplies, and more. There will also be a South Carolina law enforcement car show. If you live outside of Georgetown County but would like your child or children to attend school in the district, listen up. Those applications are open today for Georgetown's out-of-county student transfers for the upcoming school year. Lauren Quinlan joins us live now in the studio. And Lauren, are there any requirements for students looking to transfer school districts? Aisha, Michael, yes. Besides students being in good standing with the last school they attended, there are three major requirements that must be met for your child or children to transfer to the Georgetown County School District. They are as follows. You must own land in Georgetown County in each student's name, and the land must assess for at least $300 per child. If you don't live in the county but are a full-time employee of Georgetown County Schools, your child can attend school in the district. And lastly, if neither of these apply, your child can still attend school in the district for an annual tuition of $1,500 per student. The tuition fee is payable in up to four installments, and they'll be due at the start of each nine-week period. Tuition costs are equal to the local base student costs as determined by the Education Finance Act and the State Department of Education. The school district says ex exceptions will be considered if the student will experience hardship if a transfer is not made, and those circumstances are identified in the South Carolina Code of Laws. Applications will remain open until August 10th, and for a full list of requirements and a link to that application, click on this story on Live5News.com. 
Reporting live at the studio, Lauren Quillen, Live 5 News. From the birthday file, supermodel Iman is 67. Celebrity chef Jeffrey Zakarian is 63. Matt LeBlanc, who is Joey from Friends, is 55. And actress Lindsay Godfrey from The Bold and the Beautiful is 34. Thanks for listening to Morning Y'all. I'm Katie Kamen. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Morning Y'all. Produced every weekday morning and sponsored by MUSC Health. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or listen anytime at live5news.com slash podcasts. And download the free Live 5 News app for your mobile device for the latest local news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.